Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 27. It's a new year. We're the same old people doing the same old shit. <laughs> is this the first one of the new year? No, no last no. week's oh, yeah, I'm totally new year. We, uh, I think oh, yes, oh, last 12. week we spiraled into talking about Long Island at the end of the episode. Yeah, I enjoyed I, that. I asked if anybody knew what a FLID was. I got I got to say, I got a couple of answers um, that were correct. Really? And, um, is Jimmy one of them? Uh, no, actually, Jimmy didn't respond. I don't. Jimmy you probably haven't listened yeah. to the episode yet. Yeah, but uh, I got a couple of people that wrote the right thing, and I thought it was so funny. Um, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say what it is. You got to figure it out on your own. Um, something nice. Like something you look up on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, it stands for Friendly Long Island Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought of that after I said it. I was like, uh. anyway, uh, what have you guys been up to, Paul? What have you What have you been doing? Um, a lot of stuff. I've been working a ton on these stainless railings. I know you guys like when I make railings, but these ones are stainless. Um, I got heat in the shop. It's that portable heater. And I actually, um, did a little modification to it for now. And I have it inside the building and I'm venting all the exhaust outside with duct work and one of those little vents that closes, you know, when stuff's not coming out of it. So you um, think, or you're really just slowly poisoning yourself? No, I would be able to smell it. It's not like, um, you know, natural gas or propane where you couldn't smell the fumes. It's diesel. So if it's mm. leaking fumes, you'd be smelling like it's, it would smell like a truck is running. Mm. So, and I have everything sealed up. I actually used, well, first my dad got me just regular like metal tape for like duct work, mm-hmm. and that melted in like two seconds. So then I went to a like a hvac like heating and air conditioning um supply house and the guy's like listen i don't even have anything for that he's like you got to go to an auto parts store and use exhaust tape mm. and so yeah, i like right. exhaust right. tape yeah to fix like le- exhaust leaks and so i got that and i wrapped it around it um and that seemed to work actually and i screwed it all together and vented it outside and it works really good like i could run the heater on low and it, he gets the the building you know plenty warm like sometimes I was, I was even sweating. I was like going to take my shirt off and just wear Whoa. a t-shirt. Like it was, it works really well. It's 400,000 BTUs. I have to fill it up like once a week. It's like 50 gallons of diesel. Nice. So it's not bad. I get how a many BTUs it again? 400,000. And how much is the rental? Um, the rental's expensive. It's like a thousand bucks a month. But I'm only going to need yeah. it for like two months, two two and a half months yeah. till it's March and. It's, starting to get warmer out but then we're gonna have um you know regular gas heat in here that's not bad that's not terrible it's the you know the problem of of needing heat because if i didn't have heat in here it would be just a refrigerator it'd be like 25 degrees in here because it's been cold lately and it gets cold at night and the problem is it gets freezing cold at night and then it traps all the cold air during the day 
Mm. So it would probably be even colder than it would be outside if I didn't have a heater. Yeah. Um, the the steel makes it like much much worse too. The steel just That's absorbs true. all the heat. Yeah. Matt yeah. said like the his shop like he notices a difference at, at you know at his at his day job like they notice a difference when there's more steel in the shop it's colder oh yeah probably probably because you, you bring know. in all this cold steel off of a truck you know and it's just sucking up all the the heat probably takes so much heat to warm up that steel it's like absorbing it all i i got a question you said it was uh getting so hot in there you were gonna take your shirt off were you gonna be the skin so is fred gonna be skin? no 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 my sweatshirt i was gonna wear just a t-shirt sorry I'm sorry. No, Fred's not. I'm not. Fred doesn't. Not allowed to take his shirt off. Just curious. Never. Just want to make sure. No shirtless working in the. Uh... No. So how come you brought the um, heater inside? Like just. Did you, um. Because I don't want to have to. Just... Oh yeah, someone's gonna steal it. Um. Because yeah. it's too easy to to steal, and then also it's just annoying bringing it in and out. You know. Yeah. And it sucks in air through the back. And vents it out the front. So if I left it outside, it would be having to work way harder because it'd be sucking in freezing cold air and having to warm it up. So now it's recirculating the warm air. So it's way more efficient. And I'm just venting the exhaust yeah. right out because the exhaust comes out the top. It's made by Wacker, you know, that company Wacker that makes like some equipment. They make those mm-hmm. little like um, remote control, like uh, uh, what am I thinking of? Steamrollers. Yeah, they make oh, plate yeah, compactors. Yeah. They make too. plate compactors, little remote control yeah. steamrollers, like all sorts of little things. And they make these heaters, these portable heaters, I guess. Um, so it works pretty good. Yeah, it's That's amazing great. when they have those on the construction sites and they yeah all buildings with them and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see how it would work now that I have one. Like if you had a couple of these, I mean, this thing's this building's twelve and a half thousand square feet, and it heats it yeah. up like no problem. Yeah, yeah. like you, you said, bad. Like we would get into buildings before they were done. And they would have them heated. And um, it's funny, the pots, before they put the heat in, it's so cold and damp in them. Yeah. When they put the heat on, it's like 100 degrees in one part of the building because they can't really regulate Oh, yeah, it. yeah. Keep pumping it in there, you know, so it gets pretty hot in some areas. But they have to. If they're going to do, like, all the drywall and all that shit, they can't let it all Yeah, clean. like, that's the thing. It's like, even if I – didn't care about the temperature and I was just going to wear some big heavy jacket and gloves. Like it's paint and other things that can't be that cold. Yeah. So it screws everything up. And then even like the coolant in your machine starts to freeze Mm -hmm. saws and the plasma tables and things. So I don't really, you don't really have an option, even if you wanted to be a tough guy and just be in the cold all day, which sucks. It affects everything. I mean, yeah. No, I turn it off at night. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to risk that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I didn't know if it came but, um, by itself or something. Yeah, there, I think you can put a thermostat, like, attached to it. and um, I don't have that. I just turn it on and off. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah, that. that. It's, it's 43 degrees in my shop on Oof. a daily basis. And yesterday when I was there, it, it got pretty cold here last night. And yesterday when I was in there, like, I got in there. It wasn't that bad. And then towards the end of the night, I was like, "Damn it! It got it got cold in there." Yeah, and everything was like slow. Like I was using like um, one of the computers on one of the CNC machines, and like every mo- every like operation was like slower than it normally is. And I was like, "Well, it is forty degrees." You know, these things aren't made to run <laughs> near freezing. Eh, it's not so good. Ticking time bomb of a heater broken again. No, well, so I was mainly in the machine shop last night, which has its own heater. 
but uh, for some reason, like the heater in the machine shop's a, a ceiling hung one, and it doesn't have a uh, filter on it, like an intake filter. But for some reason, huh? Is it clogged up? No, but it was like short cycling last night, which is weird because like when you have a uh, a filter on a like a furnace like that, if it di- if it can't get enough air, like when the filter in the wood shop gets clogged, it'll short cycle, so it'll run for like two minutes, it'll turn off. Then it'll uh, run for two minutes. It'll turn off. And for some reason, the ceiling hung one, which has never done this before, was running for like three minutes and then it would just stop. And then before the fan would even really turn all the way off, it would kick back on again. So I don't know. They've never been serviced. Um, so I got to get somebody in to, to like work on them because I'm probably just wasting a ton of money and gas having them not run properly, you know, but yeah. um it's like I don't know. In in what is it? In like two months, it or three months, it won't be. Uh, I won't give a shit anymore. You yeah, know, you'll forget till next year. Yeah, that's all. I mean, that's the way. Like it's already middle of January, and yeah. I've I've ma- I've used over. the heat like four times. It's like I don't know. Um, plus, what, over, buddy. You're all set. once you get working, like once you start like moving <laughs> shit around, like you said, Paul, like the other night I had like three sweatshirts on and then all of a sudden I was like sweating cause I had the yeah. welding on, you got the gloves. So I just, you know, you do just, a couple yeah. jumping jacks. Just, what are you going to do? I'm just a cheap, yeah. cheap bastard. What do you want from me? It's a cheap bastard that has a spending problem, which is an interesting combination. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't like to spend money on things that don't Im- almost immediately turn back over into more money. I thought you were going to say turn me on. And Chris, like, Chris, what are you talking about? What? There's no gratification and heat. You buy so much shit that just sits there. You're talking about how you only buy things that ter- make turn into more well, money? But, no, but they all have like buy, paying $300 for one day of heat doesn't like – there's yeah, no well, it doesn't put that. more tools. It doesn't put more objects in your shop. Let me put I, my referee shirt on. Hold yeah, on. Everything yeah. that I purchase whole has value. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And you the other what? thing, too, is like the, the cost difference is like if I – let's say like I wanted the shop to be like 65 degrees for the whole day. That's yeah. like $350 worth of natural gas. Really? Yeah. For the day, because there have been times, there have been times where I spent 150 bucks on diesel and at the gas station to fill up his heater. It lasts the whole week. Yeah, well, I don't know. These are old fourth air heaters. These heaters are from like 1970. So, like, I there was a day that I taught a class, and it was a guy and his son, and and the guy was funny because the guy was like kind of bitching the whole time because not bitching, but he was like, oh, he was his kid was freezing the whole day. The class was in like February. And his kid was cold all day. And he was like, oh, my God, I, like, told my wife to, like, put him in warm clothes. And the kid was in, like, jeans and a T-shirt with, like, a little flannel. Jesus Christ. So I had the heat in the machine shop. The metal shop, I can't get hot. It's just not possible. There's only one duct, and it's on the end of the run. Like, you can't. for you. So, so, but I had the machine shop cranked so that if the kid got cold, he could go into the machine shop and, like, warm up. Yeah. That month, my gas bill was over $400. And that was the only real day that I had the heat on the entire okay, day. Something wrong, because that's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's so, in, there's got to be something wrong. Like, Long Island natural gas prices, baby. Uh, yeah, on. maybe. That, well, what you should do is get, I have this thing that I used to use in my garage, this little electric heater. It was like a 240 volt electric heater that plugs mm-hmm. into, well, you could probably get two of them and just put them in whatever room you're in. It'll heat it up, no problem. Like, yeah. I was using it in my garage. 
when I was working on my motorcycle and it heated up the garage like, you know, in an hour. So yeah. that's what you should get just so you're not dying. And that's got to be way cheaper than this. I don't know what these gas things are. Maybe gas gas in Long Island's crazy high, but that's mm-hmm. that's expensive because I was like wondering how much this was going to cost. And now I kind of figured it out that I get like five or six days out of 55 gallons. I just have a 55 gallon drum that I bought. I have two of them and I fill nice. them up at the gas station, which I think is fine because yeah. <laughs> it's diesel. It's yeah. not gasoline. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. It's down the street, so no one can, it's, I have a short yeah. distance to travel. No, mm-hmm. I've been, I've done it twice. I've sat there for like 15 minutes filling up this whole big drum full of diesel. And no <laughs> oh, one, I think diesel is fine, though, because I talked strong. to Louie next door, who's my next-door neighbor here at the shop. He knows literally everything, and he said he's done it a million times. He said you can't do it with gas, though. Yeah, gas. Yeah, don't whatever you do, don't buy fertilizer, <laughs> too. <'cause>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then then you'll get put on a list, I think. So if if diesel's kind of hard to actually ignite, right? Like, it doesn't <laughs> light up like you know no, acetone or alcohol or yeah. gasoline. That yeah. you got to compress it. That's the way a yeah. diesel engine works. You yeah. got to be under really high yeah. compression to. Okay, exactly. So I'm fine. Yeah, you're fine. Just don't compress it. Yeah, you're fine. Totally fine. I uh, I. Um, what was I just going to say? Um, I am looking at my gas bill right now. And part of the other thing might be because they have my thing on here as co- a commercial space. Mm-hmm. So maybe I might even be paying like a higher rate, but no, that would be che- if anything, that would be cheaper for commercial, you know, I don't know dude, on Long Island, they make you pay to make money. There's no like, maybe. so last, last month, my gas bill was $175 and between December and January and it may December 7th to January 7th. And I, it was probably like the least I've least amount of time I've spent in the shop with the holidays and the uh, least amount of time. How much is I, your electric? And how that's, that's electric? me. And that's just one of the gas bills. I have another gas bill from the other room. So that's different, different meters for every room. Yeah. Because the shop's broken up like that. Like it was oh. never really made as one space. So I have three electrical meters and two gas meters for that shop. How much wow. is your electric? Uh, let's find out. Let's how, much you think my le- how much is it's, your electric bill, Derek? You, do you have a separate meter for the basement? No, but I I wish I had, um, what's it called? That gas bill. I take that gas bill every month. My gas bill is like almost 400 bucks a month. And is that for the entire house though, including the- well, uh, I pay the for, yeah, I pay for the rental, but I'm saying just mine. Mine, I think is like 385 a month. Wow. I pay for gas, yeah. Yeah, it's but, um, expensive. It sucks. Paying bills sucks. You know, yeah. my electric bill for the next for last month is I have three bills: forty dollars, one hundred and forty dollars, and ninety dollars. Hmm. So three hundred and fifty dollars. My, my electric bill is like three hundred a month. Yeah. My wife leaves every goddamn light on the house. The fucking airplanes fly over and they try to land in the driveway. (laughs) But, you know, again, like I I didn't have like a busy month last month. So like it's kind of like a little bit skewed. But like when I when I have like a couple guys in there working with me and like Matt's welding and like Nicholas is using the grinder and I got all the lights on and I, you know, I roll it into the job. I, you I know, think I always sucks the life out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the three phase stuff is good because the three phase is super efficient. Yeah, compared to single phase. Yeah, you're right. But the two twenty, like running running a plasma cut, you know, that takes twenty minutes at sixty amps, has got to just have that meter like spinning off the axis. That thing's probably like getting getting red hot. Yeah, 
if I, I ever build, when I build a shop in however many years, once I'm able to, I'm going to put solar panels up on the roof. Hmm. You can, then, you can do all your lights with that. I mean, you could do a I lot do of work. You could do everything. You could do, you put enough on there so it's producing excess power yeah, and it sells yeah, it back yeah, into yeah. the grid. Yeah. And then they, that ends up paying for itself. There's companies that will install them. And then for a certain amount of years, all the excess power that you produce, they take the profit from and it pays for the panels. And then after the pay, the panels are paid off, you keep the excess money, you know, mm-hmm. that you make every month. That's yeah. what I would do. And then you could even do like, you know, use that probably to heat the place. You would do the heat in the uh, concrete, like Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my the, God. This shop was so warm when I was up there last week. Oh, yeah. Nice. Warm, probably warm freezing the up there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unbelievable how warm it is. The, yeah. The it's just – it's so comfortable. It's just so crazy. And it's funny because when we're up there, I told Chris, I was like, touch the floor. Like, the floor doesn't feel warm. You know, mm. it's not cold, but it's not, like, hot, you know. Like, it's just strange, but it's just so comfortable compared to how it used to be. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah, it's super nice. That building is just awesome. It it's a, it's a beautiful building. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really I is. love the black, too. It's cool. I know. I, I thought the black was going to be horrible, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I just thought it was – like, I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was going to be, like, too much. But even, like, the um, the other – like, the metal shop – like that, that looks so cool the way he did it with all the black and everything. It looks really nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, the, the, it's funny, like just being able to paint a car inside is, uh-huh. is such a luxury. Like, wow. That's three cars in there. I know. It's so funny. Plenty of How big rooms. is that building? Uh, it's, I think it's yeah. 2,700 feet, but yeah. Really? Like, yeah, I think it's 27 or 28 because I remember thinking about when, when he was building it, if he was going to do a full second floor, it was like a oh. really big thing. It might be under that. It might be like 2,300 feet on the floor. It's a good size. It's big. Yeah, it's hard to tell because it's so it so easily feels small when it's got random kind of stuff in it. Oh, like yeah. We had that big table in it and like 10 anvils in the back. It didn't seem like a big building, but then, you know, it's empty. Yeah. if you pick it up, and like if you put tools along the walls like you would in kind of a normal shop and left the middle open, it would feel massive. Yeah, yeah. You walk in there and he's got you know a ten foot lathe and a twelve foot lathe in there. Like, <laughs> you know, it just it starts it's got to the torch me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we were talking about. Uh, I, I'm not going to talk about what we we're talking about because I don't know if um, it's public information. So yeah, it was a good story though. That's <laughs> great. We'll have yeah. to. So in the after yeah. show. Yeah. Um, stay tuned for the after show and you can hear what the story was. Actually, why don't you talk? I'll text them, see if we can bring it up. Okay. <laughs> it's not a good story. It's just something we were discussing, but. Oh, I have something I want to, I want to bring up. Let's, let's hear it. And it involves, it's Uh-oh. not, it's not political, but it involves the uh, little, uh, uh, little siege on the Capitol building. Nice. Here we go. Uh, and you, you want know, to talk about the structural integrity of the exactly, That's exactly what I want they, to talk about. They use, they use fur to brace hey, Who to built the Capitol building? I mean, geez, they shoomfed that place up because <laughs> they it. busted right in there. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't that place be like Fort Knox with bulletproof glass? They had like little thin yeah, wood doors. Like, shouldn't that place be able to withstand like a chemical attack or like a, mm-hmm. like anyone? I mean, these guys are breaking in there with flagpoles and sticks and signs. And to smash through the glass. Any bodega like, in Brooklyn is is more highly fortified than that building. Right. Those like, dummies couldn't. If, if, if that started happening at a bodega, the dude yeah, would 
pull down the gate yeah. and he'd be inside like this. Yeah. That's it. He'd be like, all right, suck on that, you know? I cannot believe how, how easy, you know, it was to just break into that building. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind. Yeah, I can't believe there aren't, like, there isn't some amount of, like, blast door. I know. You know like some even, sort of roll-down gate that they could just do. on Even on the front doors. The windows is one thing. I get it. It's it, you think building, people are proof, No, I know, but, you know, it's historic. The White House is historic, but the whole place is built like a bomb mm-hmm. shelter. Like, it looks historic, but the whole yeah. inside is probably brand new. But on the Capitol building, it's like they were like mm-hmm. little thin glass windows. It's like, how is yeah, that? That, 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 that was shocking. I, I think it would be harder to get into my house than it would be. That yeah, right? right? Yeah, that was strange. I know. I can't believe that. Yeah, the flagpole through the window was a little bit. I didn't it's see that like, one coming. The Capitol building? Yeah. God. I don't know. Yeah, there'll be some changes. Yeah, because that was embarrassing. Oh, you should go like slip, slip up a uh, Fairfield Steelworks business card down there. Maybe you could get that yeah. contract to fortify yeah. the front doors. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, someone needs to. Because God, that was mm-hmm. like, you're right. It'd be easier to break in. It would be harder to break into a bodega. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they have those metal cages that come down in front of the windows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't take. And and you know, again, not to get too far into what what happened but like there was a long time where there were where people were far away from the building and there was like yeah. an established perimeter around the building that there was plenty yeah. of time for like if there were gates for them to go to and roll down gates gate. yeah. yeah like it's not like not like all of a sudden it was quiet and then people were at the door yeah. there was plenty they didn't, they didn't appear yeah. I think I think part of the reason is because I mean before nine eleven I mean Paul you're a little bit young but yeah. like when I went to DC as a kid I mean, you went right in the White House. Yeah, like, they're all public buildings for yeah. the most part. I I was shocked that they got into like the chambers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, to get in the building itself, like that's like you know, it's a public building. Like you, they're all they all were wide open before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I mean? in the Capitol building. I did the whole yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like like I said before nine eleven, you could just walk in and out of a lot of those places down there. I'm sure now now you can't. But yeah, well now you sure can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely can't do any of that. I mean, but yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting, uh, interesting thing. I don't know. No more, uh, no more visits. To, no more vi- No more uh, high school visits. That's to exactly what I was just thinking. No more eighth grade DC trips for a while. I think that's been out for a while, you know. Jesus Christ. Speaking of, speaking of structural integrity, um, I, you know, Derek and Jimmy were there. We spent some time up at my uh, mansion up in East Durham mm-hmm. uh, last weekend, and I made a little video, and I got a really great response from people about it, and it inspired me to actually, like, I want to spend some time up there and, and actually, like, do more with that property. And I think somebody, I mean, you know, my, I have a couple different thoughts on it. Like my first was like, I just want to get the building gone, like just picked up and just, and carted. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the comments on the video were like, well, with the cost of lumber, like you should at least try to salvage some of it oh, just to try that. to build. No, but I do want to cut out the windows. Like the windows are vinyl. So Dude, like, why not? Crazy? I would, I would trash every last yeah. the amount of work to save those windows. No, you just send Willie send Willie in there. Send Willie in there with a stick of dynamite and blow that thing up. Pennywise pound foolish. Yeah. So, anyways, so what we were talking about when we were talking about the bond, we're saying all like the grinders in there and everything. 
and Chris, you knew about this. They want to do an event, um, you know, quarterly or monthly at the Blackthorn. Mm-hmm. And we we're saying how he could get rid of a lot of his stuff that he doesn't need that he that he houses there because mm-hmm. you know he has you know ten grinders in there. You know, he doesn't yeah. need ten; he only needs seven. You know, but uh, you know, like the welders and all that stuff, he could mm-hmm. like set up shop there, mm-hmm. house it there. At least. Yeah, yeah. So when he has classes again people will be going there and you know and that will be a, like a whole you know, oh, so he's yeah. gonna do a little partnership with the blackthorn for the future yeah, classes gonna, gonna try to yeah he's that makes sense about, that's a good yeah. idea yeah and just kind of remove himself from that yeah you know? well even just i mean remove his house like yeah, when, get people when off the property like, for christ's sake yeah. Yeah. when angela and i talk about like moving like upstate or where i would build a building like i would never have a class at my house once i built a building like i would rent if i wanted to still teach welding i would teach it i would like rent a small garage and just like yeah. teach welding at a little garage with a couple welds because you don't need a lot to teach a welding class you need yeah, a steel table and and three welders yeah you know no one's coming to my house no besides you guys yeah <laughs> having the forged and fire film crew there was far enough yeah. for you, you missed that, that operation was, that that film crew was something else <laughs> it was like a kid he looked like he was in eighth grade and then another guy who was kind of in charge. <laughs> kind of. It, it, yeah, it was it was unreal. What did they shoot that show on? What kind of cameras? It's like big like TV cameras. I, iPhones. Dude. Well, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I heard some I got a friend. I got a yeah. friend who was on a show, and I heard they filmed this with iPhones. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Yeah. I know a guy who, uh, while the show was being shot, the shooter producer said, said, oh, well, you know, uh, he saw the phone that the person uh, that was being filmed had and said, oh, well, at least if if the phone that we're shooting on goes down, you've got the same one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, listen, at the end of the day, is anyone going to be able to tell? Probably not. But uh, well, it's, it's, it, it is amazing when you see those commercials, though, like when they come out with like a new camera or whatever, or a new phone and they film the whole thing. And at the end, they'll say like this whole you know commercial was filmed on you know iphone whatever it was they did one with the iphone and stuff yeah you know so they are good but it's yeah it just that's under absolute conditions you know yeah yeah. but it's um you know it's just different Mm -hmm. well (laughs) i i remember when covid first started i saw like a clip on i think it was the food network i don't i think i don't remember where i was but they were filming a show for the Food Network. There was some cook, whatever, standing behind a counter. And then she was like, oh, I'm here with my like crew today. And she grabbed one of their, like she reaches towards the camera, right? And grabs what you would expect to be a big camera. And it's just an Osmo gimbal oh, with an iPhone. <laughs> and then she pans the room. And then there's three other people standing there all with phones filming Oh my her. God. And this was like, you know, it was on the Food Network. But if she didn't what? do that, you never would have thought, I don't know, it was like Rachel yeah. Ray or No, nah, Rachel Ray's not on the Food Network. Rachel Ray's got her own show. She's not on... Um... Is she on the Food Network? No, she... I don't even know. What network is Rachel Ray on, though? Maybe she's on the Food Network. I know, I know I she's know. got her own show. I don't know. Um, yeah. It could have been. It's funny how they do that, though. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, the phone films in 4K. I don't even film my YouTube videos in 4K. Yeah, that's true. It does film but, in 4K. Well, it's it's funny because I'm on a um, 
a chat with um, a bunch of guys in a laser group, and uh, they're real. I, I really don't know any of them, but they're real helpful. They they do some like crazy stuff. Those pictures I had posted um, of the elephant. I don't know if you guys seen it. I think it was a bumblebee too. Uh, did you see those in our thread? I um, they they had done those, but um, those are also available in the after show. Yeah, but they um, they were saying, uh, you know, oh, I want to post to YouTube, but I got to get a camera, I got to get this, I got to get that, and I was like, dude, I was like, there's a lot of people that um, that that do you know YouTube and stuff like that on um, on iPhones. Mm-hmm. You know, they edit it all and everything. You know, that's all with a laser. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, you absolutely that. do not need to go and buy a camera if you have an iPhone. Wow, There's like, yeah. you can spend $6 on the little adapter that makes it go on the tripod, and that's mm. it. That's all you need. Yeah. Funny yeah. enough, uh, this friend that, sh- that was involved with that TV show that was shot on iPhones, the show wasn't even shot in 4K. It was just shot in HD on the iPhone. That's it. Yeah. 720p. Which I thought was weird because you'd think at least you'd shoot it in 4K and then down res it to HD so that it would be like extra, extra crisp. But I don't know. Do you shoot in 4K, Paul? Was your no. last video in 4K? No? no. It just takes up extra space. That's what I was thinking. Like four but times the space. Somebody was telling me that. You know how, you know how uh, Alex Steele. Did you ever? You guys ever see that Alex Steele sold a lot of his episodes to the History yeah. Channel? UK? I saw that. And like, for those of you who aren't familiar, everyone knows who Alex Steele is, but he had a show on the UK version of the History Channel where it was just basically his YouTube videos, but narrated them and they were recut into like a whole series on the History Channel UK. And he, someone, someone was telling me, I I think it was a, uh, a guy I know that worked for Vice, that Netflix won't buy anything that isn't shot in 4K. So like, let's say you had, um, you know, let's say you had a cat. Like the reason he was able to make that deal was because he shot all those videos in 4K and the footage was already sh- like done. He probably made a lot of money on that deal. Yeah. And it was all, all work he already did. And he just had to give them the footage and, you yeah. know, license it for however long. Um, but it's a pretty sweet deal. Right. It's great. It's uh, it's funny. Um, Chris Burton, the kid we were just talking about, a glimpse inside. He shoots everything on his iPhone and edits it all on his iPhone. Mm-hmm. Like during his lunch, the editing work. seems like a pain in the ass on, on I, iMovie I, on the iPhone. On the yeah, on, that's, it's funny. That's so on the iPhone iMovie, if you go into the iMovie app, it's different than if you go to if you have a video and you try to edit it and you choose iMovie. And then if you open up the app, it behaves differently on iPhone. Yeah, you got to use the app. Yeah, you have to use the app. But he uses um, like Video Pro or a lot of people use it. I got a, a subscription to it and I tried it. And Filmic Pro. What is it? Filmic Pro is the one that you shoot with. Yeah, it's just, it was for me, it was just, I don't know. It was just difficult. I like to sit at the laptop and, you know, just be able to, you know, just touch more buttons and stuff, yeah. you know, sliding and, and double tapping. Bigger and stuff screen like too. Well, they, yeah. have, they have Premiere for the iPhone now. Oh, really? Um, yeah, they have a Premiere, uh, like creative cloud for the iPhone. I used to, when I used to work in the city, there was a, a guy that lived in my town who worked for Vice. And we, we would always kind of like, kind of bullshit YouTube. While it was funny because like 
and I don't know, Derek, I don't know if you ever commuted by train, but like you have people that you commute with, but you don't want to sit with because you both have your own shit to do. So like, Mm -hmm. but we had a good understanding where we would bullshit on the platform and then we would get on the train and just walk in separate directions. Like neither of us had any interest in sitting next to each other because we both had shit to do. But so we would always catch up for a couple of minutes and he was interested in YouTube because he worked for Vice and obviously was a much bigger production. But we were talking one day and about how when he has, when, when they, when Vice has people out on location, sometimes they'll film and edit on their phones completely and they'll use premiere on the phone to do it wow mm. you know why not i mean it's it's uh yeah it's a I great mean, tool i mean the freaking phones are over a thousand dollars it's more expensive than most cameras yeah, so that's yeah. crazy i know i don't even know what this phone does different for me which one do you have got the brand new one whatever the new one is three cameras all these different things is that what are the 12 yeah the 12. Cameras, the 11 pro i don't know it's got the one with the with the new one that just came out this year yeah this yeah. is the old this is last year's but with the yeah. three cameras oh okay same yeah. glass back that breaks immediately. Yeah, this one doesn't have a glass back you see the which is not i mean can you imagine these bastards put glass on the back of the phone too i know i i when the when the iphone 11 pro first came out um you guys know that website, iFixit. They do like yeah. the teardowns. Yeah. I happened to just like, the phone came out. I happened to like stumble upon a video and they were talking about how to change the back glass of the iPhone 11 uh, Pro. Was one of the hardest things that Apple had like ever done, you know, because they have like a scale of what they call repairability, you know, like if something is easy to repair, if like impossible. And like the back glass was like a 10 out of 10 difficulty. But it's like I the easiest thing to break. Glass. It's a huge plate of glass. That's glass. I didn't realize that was glass. You'll realize when you break it. Yeah, when it starts to I, crack. I, I got my 11 Pro, and I had it for two days, and I was talking to Jimmy, and I changed my bit in my CNC, and I loosened the collet, and the, the uh, V-bit oh. slid down and landed oh. right on the screen. Right? And I was just, like, sick. Instantly, I heard it, and I seen it crack. Uh. But it was the screen protector. I couldn't believe the it. screen protector saved you. Yeah. Oh my god. I thought it was going to go through the friggin' into mm-hmm. the electronics. That thing's so goddamn sharp. It's the the one with the insert knife. Oh yeah. Well, it's carbide. It's tungsten carbide. Yeah. You could drop it on your window and break it. Paul, you had weld spatter burn through your screen a couple times, right? I've had yeah, that happen. I had a hole in my screen right to the actual like board LCD LED <laughs> screen, and it still worked. Really? There was like a little spot in it. There was like a hole in the glass. It was crazy with cracks, like spider cracks around it. It's amazing how your camera lens, it screws that up right away. Oh, yeah. yeah and also you, they make the camera cool lens. On that. They decided yeah. to extend the little delicate camera lens out from the back of the phone. Oh, God. So it's the first thing that hits the table when you lay, mm-hmm. lay your phone down on the table. One of the first things I got for my iPhone 11 was they actually sell tiny little screen protectors that stick I on. I just saw and, that today. And um, the first ones I put on like would slide around, and then I got like, oh, they're like two dollars. And then the next ones I got um, stayed because I was worried about that too because I figured like you know in the shop I'm just gonna break these little cameras. Yeah. You know, and that's the only reason why you buy the new phone is because it's got a good camera. I don't know. I never thought of that. Yeah. It's like they sell it. I have a great case, so I yeah, get yeah. designing I mean, it so the phone breaks. 
Well, I think we talked about this in one of the other episodes, but like I listened to an interview with Steve Jobs when the first iPhone came out and he like didn't want people to be able to make cases and he never wanted Apple to ever make a case because he didn't want to encourage people from using cases because he thought it was a, a disgrace to the amount of energy that went into the design. He was like, why would we ever make a case to hide the beautiful design of our product? It's like, well, you know, great. So that like the phone is literally like, slicker than eel shit it's made out of glass I bet those and old glass explodes and you said it last time it's like a bar of soap yeah mm-hmm. but he was probably talking about like the first couple which were probably weren't prone to breaking like the first iphones were totally different so maybe he was talking about that back then yeah and he's dead now so they're like you know what we're gonna make every phone as fragile and as slippery as possible but we still I, buy him i'm gonna buy an android guy. he um he um never uses a case and i'm like i couldn't even take my phone out of my pocket without a case. oh it's crazy I, I know i won't even touch it. i'm like put it in a case before you even hand it to me you know but it's funny it's mm-hmm. like i i knew a guy I, who was like a real elitist douchebag <laughs> and he always he never wanted to, a case because he wanted to show off that he was rich enough that he didn't care if he dropped his phone and broke it it's not even about the money it's just about yeah, the hassle i know who wants to go to apple especially nowadays but my thing too it's like I love my iPhone. I think it's like the best thing ever made. And yeah, I totally bought into all the Apple shit. I love it all. I love it but, too. Like, but my thing is like, I, I could never get a fucking like with work. We have Samsung galaxies, the nice oh. one. And I tell you, it sucks. It looks good. The camera's decent, yeah. but like glitchy, you, right? Yeah. The keypad on it and shit, dude. Oh my God. With fat fingers like me, sausage fingers. It's like, it's a nightmare. It just the iPhone is a thousand times better than that. Yeah, not sponsored too, by the way. They do make a nice. Oh God, they Apple do make sponsored. a nice product. They do. You pay a lot for they it. Make a nice product. Well, all fuckers, and we just follow. Like they took all the all the ports off the laptops, and yeah, all a bunch of assholes. I have a bunch of dongles. Like, oh, give me less. There was an ad. There was like a spoof ad where like Apple was going to come out with a laptop that you could only use once and you couldn't charge it. You would just use it till it died. Then you'd throw it out and it'd be like $6,000 and we would all still fucking buy it. <laughs> that's like my laptop right now that's currently plugged in and not charging at all. So if this power cord gets knocked out, it's going to just shut the whole computer off. We're gonna, I'm going to lose this episode. I think that was actually – my sister just got a brand-new battery for free from Apple because they had a recall on their battery. So you might be able oh, to just maybe. put it in and get Because this battery. is a brand-new battery because remember when my mom closed – You just got it done. My mom closed the um, charger on my screen and cracked the screen. So they replaced like the touch bar, the screen, the battery. Everything got replaced, and now this battery is like, like shot. It won't charge. That, that's the downside of this stuff, though. When it breaks, it goes down hard. Like it doesn't ever get glitchy. Like, yeah. Like, up and give you a warning. It just yeah. dies. And there's no coming back from it. Yeah. You know? What do you? Yeah. It, it's you know. But you're all. We're. I'm never gonna get a different phone. No, I'm never no. gonna not have an iPhone. You know, until something actually better comes out. I'm never not gonna have a Mac. Mm-hmm. I know. Somebody yeah. recently was asking me about running. Uh, running parallels who was it maybe it was you Derek. It was us. Yeah, yeah, it was us. yeah yeah and it's like even like i only use two freaking programs on parallels and like even that's annoying it's like so just <laughs> so going last night, windows is annoying last night the guy that was helping with the laser he's like uh 
He goes, oh, I'm going to send you a, um, a file and uh, use it on RDWorks. I'm like, oh, I don't use RDWorks. He goes, well, you're going to have to use RDWorks to get the file and this. I'm like, can you use it on a Mac? He's like, no. I'm like, oh. And you blocked him? I, I, yeah. I just I just got rid of the Mac out of there. It's like, that is like the best thing. That's what, like, that's the one thing I hate about the CNC. It's like, can't you use it on a Mac? It's like, mm. what? I just, I hate that. Yeah. yeah. The computer just sucks. Yeah, and then like you know, I, I just saw um, Keith Decent just set up the uh, the big uh, Maker Made CNC, the Maslow, the one that like hangs on the wall, yeah. you know. Yeah. And he he bought a computer. He, I think he he posted on his story. He spent like maybe two hundred bucks on a computer from Best Buy, um, and he runs. I guess the Maslow probably needs to be plugged in all the time. So like obviously it makes sense to just buy a cheap computer and just let it yeah. be there running it. That's how the uh, the X Carve was. Yeah. But like, if you actually have to do anything on that computer, Derek, I think you and I talked yeah, about this. That's like, a problem. You got to like look up. You got to make a little change to the file. Now yeah. you're using some shitbox computer that for the first week works probably fine for two hundred dollars, and yeah. then it gets nine thousand viruses the first time you go on Internet Explorer, and it's like not yeah. worth wait. Yeah, it's it's so it's, that's exactly what happens, and it's like it drives me crazy. It always wants to update everything. It wants to do this. It wants to do that. It gives me like these stupid fucking. I can't stand the thing. I hate it. Yeah. What the yeah. hell is even in a computer that makes it a computer? Like what? Like what? This stupid this yeah. chip, silicon or whatever. Somehow, like like from, what even is it? From computers to implants. I don't know. Silicon's unbelievable. I don't know. Is that know. That's not the same? Well, that's silicone, right? Oh, no. different uses. I think I sil- silicone that. is different than sil- silicon or whatever the hell is in a computer. Yeah. I think it's like it's a mineral or, or some type of metal. Oh. or. It's like more. You, if your computer is slow, you know, like the, the ports on the side, you just inject. You got to get the good silicone from Home Depot, the good stuff. The and clear stuff. E. Yeah, the GE yeah. with the 10 year warranty. Squirt that shit in there yeah. and yeah. it'll be faster. Like, yeah. I, I built a computer. It's sitting right next to me, this Windows computer. But, like, yeah. you don't have to know anything about computers. You just, like, have to look at how to connect yeah, the it's all like, yeah, it's like all the computer. Computer. I got a website and plug it in. Know, I don't know shit about programming computers or anything. Mm-hmm. All I know is I picked, like, you know, this cool graphics card or whatever and cool wires mm-hmm. and fans yeah, yeah. and shit. And, and lights, LED lights. Light, yeah. Right? I was just reading about Apple has a new chip that they just came out with. And yeah, Paul, this is probably wrong. before. That's what before I was going to say. My friend Johnny just was telling me about this. Yeah, but before, yeah. so before, even just like when I was younger, Apple had, Apple always used their own processors, right? They used like G4. I think it was G5 was the highest that they went to. And then they started getting Intel. Yeah. Based yeah. Macs. And that's when you could put Windows programs uh, on Mac. Before you used to never be able to put parallels on a Mac because it wasn't an Intel based computer. When they first came out with the Intel Macs, it, it's when they really broke into the market and people started buying Macs if they weren't like like creative kind of off to the side people because you could get Microsoft Word. That was like the big deal. Yeah. Because I remember right. I my first Mac when I was in high school, I like saved up money and my grandpa who was a professor at a college helped me get the education discount to like, you know, which was substantial back then. It was like $400 off of retail. And yeah. I remember when I got it, people being like, oh, you got a Mac? Like, so you can't use Microsoft Word anymore? Like, how are you going to function? And, I'll, and I remember being like, no, you just, you buy Microsoft Word for a Mac. But 
So now Apple now made their own chip again, this M1 chip. And it's like, it's so crazy because the the most expensive 16-inch MacBook Pro is like $3,500. And it's not as fast as the $1,000 MacBook Pro that has the M1 chip in it, which is half the price. Oh, wow. Wait, so their chip is that much better? Their, their chip is two times better than the best PC laptop chip wow. that exists right now. And wow. I want to get a new computer, but now I would feel like an asshole if I didn't get one yeah, with this gotta chip. Wait. You got to wait but, for the good chip. But they only make it in the 13-inch MacBook Pro, and I don't really want another 13. I want a 15-inch. Well, you know, they're they're going to come out with one in a couple months. Oh, yeah. But it's like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, I was literally right before Christmas, I was about to buy one. Well, and I'm, I've, been, I'm I've, I been, but... I've been saying that. I got to get a new computer. I got to get a new computer. Now I can wait. Got to wait for the M1. It's yeah. already out in the small MacBook Pro. But oh, really? Yeah, so the the 13-inch MacBook Pro you can get it and it's like I said it's fa- it's it's only 1200 bucks and it's faster than the $3000 um, MacBook Pro that doesn't have the M1 chip. I have the 13-inch one. The 13-inch one's fine. I know. I yeah. I should that's what I should just Did you just buy. get that one, Derek? Oh, yeah. Cuz the mm-hmm. 16-inch like with it's everything big, with graphics, it's, heavy. It's, it's it's $4000. Yeah, forget well, that's, that. That's the thing though is if the like now when the the 16-inch with this M1 chip which is supposed yeah. to come out in the second quarter the no. base model of that computer will be better than the current four thousand dollars sixteen inch one. Wow! You know, I'm gonna hold because I have a fifteen inch laptop. That's what I've used for like six years now. So to go down to a thirteen inch, I feel like would probably really yeah. suck. So I've been, I'm gonna get a, a six, whatever, fifteen, sixteen, who gives a shit. But yeah. um, I think that like if you needed a computer today, like the thirteen inch MacBook Pro with this chip thing with for twelve hundred bucks seems like. It's like the best thing you could buy. It's it's wild. I don't know. Yeah. And now they got that great. Their their financing is like it makes it so easy to buy shit because yeah. they'll do zero percent for twelve months. Yeah. They instantly approve you for the credit card. And, oh wow! Hey, yeah. you know, my mom bought an iPad yesterday. It's one hundred twenty dollars a month. Now you know what I never use is an iPad. Yeah, I, I'm. An I, iPad seems I'm like better. something elderly people use. Mm-hmm. Like my grandma Whoa. uses an iPad. Like she plays Scrabble and that's it. Yeah. You know, they use it a ton in the construction industry. I see really? a lot of guys. Yeah. A lot of, I the, guess uh, in maybe some more advanced yeah, construction It's the punch listing and stuff. So like today the guy, they were punch listing my job and a guy's got an iPad and it's literally got like a shoulder strap. On oh it. yeah. It almost looks like, it looks like a, a handbag, but it seemed useful because the guy's walking around, he's taking photos, he pulls out the pen, he writes right on the photo. And then oh, we nice. use a project management software called Procore. Um, and he's immediately uploading. It's crazy. He uploads the photo to Procore and it puts the photo on the floor plan with a pin. Oh, so wow. if you're the painter and you go, hey, I got, you know, what, what touch-ups do I have to do? You pull up the painter punch list and a floor plan displays with pins all over it. Oh, wow. You push on a pin, it shows you where in the room and then a photo of the touch-up so that you can just go through and take care of exactly what you have to take care of, nothing more, nothing less. And then um, for closeout, as long as everything on the punch list is done, you get to leave and you get to get paid. So it, it's, it's interesting. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's it's a new way to kind of do a job, you know, like that's kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But you know what killed the iPad is this phone being eight inches tall and eight inches wide. This phone's <laughs> massive. It doesn't even right. fit in my pocket anymore. I know. Like, do you have the, the 
You're going the Max? Yeah. Yeah. It's They made this one even bigger than the, the 11 or whatever, the one I had before this, or the, I don't know which one was before, the X. I forget the one I had, but it's even bigger now. Mm. Yeah. Can't do that. Problems. I don't know. How many Problems. listeners do you think we have left? I don't know. Um, We've been. Probably a lot. Okay. I don't know. I mean, they're all waiting for the after show. We got to spice this up a little bit. Yeah. 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 So, Derek, it looks to yes. me as though you've been making sawhorses for oh, God. Well, for ants. Yeah, yeah. No, it all. It, people are wondering how it all started. So, a guy contacted me and he said, "Hey, I need little sawhorses. Can you make me some?" So I thought it was somebody like goofing on me, and I'm like, "Wait, yeah. he needs them or he wants them? Like he, he has a use for these, or he just wants them in his shop because no, he thinks they're so." That's what I didn't know. So. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, what do you, so I said, what do you, I, I said something like, what are you making or something, right? So he starts sending me pictures of like furniture and stuff he's makes in a shop. He's like an accomplished woodworker. It makes nice stuff. So I'm like, why do you want me to make them? And he's like, well, two things. I want something made from you and I like to use them in my shop. He goes, I, when I'm doing stuff, he says kind of like the, um, the painting like pyramids. He goes, I like to put stuff on in levels on my on my bench. I, I run out of bench space. So he said, if you can make me, um, you know, two sets of the six inch ones and two sex, two sets of 12 inch ones, I'd appreciate it. I'll pay you for them. So I was like, dude, I don't even know what to charge you for these. He's like, whatever. Just let me know where to send the money. So now I'm like, something's up here. I yeah, said, what the hell is going on? I'm like, it just was really Wait, weird. Is he the formerly Where are you sending these to the North Pole? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So end up, like, like I said, talking to the guy who's a nice guy and everything. So I said, all right. So I posted a picture of him on Instagram, and I got so many messages, everybody saying, hey, you're going to be selling these? I said, you know what? I'm not going to just sell them to this guy. I'm going to put them on my, my uh, Etsy store. So I put them on my Etsy store, and I sold a bunch of them. And that's, that's how they came to be. So if anybody needs them, I'm sure I'll still have some left. Because I cut you. a whole sheet of them. Yeah. I was like, screw it. It's a sheet of plywood, you know, three-eighths. I tried to do it with the laser, but I was having issues. It was taking out too much material, so they weren't fitting real tight. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I just didn't have the time or the patience to deal with it. I should have just stuck with that. But I ended up um, using the CNC. And that was kind of like the whole hold up with this guy. I told this guy, listen, if I use the CNC... I got to charge you at least 150 bucks for these things. I don't care how many you want because I'm not setting it up and all this stuff. And he was like, that's fine. And I says, well, let me see if I can do it with the laser. And I was able to cut the three eighths fine with the laser. But like I said, I was just losing too much of the material. Yeah. So I just said, I gave up. I was like, screw it. I'll just use the CNCs. When people started saying they wanted them, I did that. So that I shipped out like yesterday, I shipped out, I think like probably 15 sets of them. So, wow. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's and funny. Why so, not? Yeah, you know? and you know, a lot of people commented like, "Oh, you should put your name on them." And I did on the ones I sent out. But you know, Jimmy had the idea, and I asked Jimmy first. I was actually, you know, on the phone with him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no problem, use it." But I just didn't feel right putting my name on it in the picture that I posted, just because I felt it was, you know, disrespectful to him. So if anybody's wondering, you know, did I see that somewhere before you did see it before? And Jimmy had made them full size ones. Did 
did you um generate did who did you using jimmy's file or did you generate your own file yeah jimmy made, like made i had that file he posted that somewhere um before um i forget on what website he had posted it on something so it, it exists somewhere in the world mm. like i don't know like one of those um not like um what are those websites where they share stuff like you know what i'm saying like, like instructables yeah. or something yeah yeah something like that i think it was on mm. one of those cool but, yeah yeah so, well, I mean, it's they're, they're cool. Shit, I could see a use for them if you're working on like you know doing stuff and you want to stay in the bottom or something. I use those little stupid triangles, and I don't know. I don't love the triangles. Maybe if you're a little person. Yeah, I really, really, really little. It's funny. I thought those triangles were the dumbest thing, and I do use them a lot. But they do, you know, it is what it is. It's you know, you got to do something. You got to flip something over and paint the other side. They come in handy, you know. But, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, hundred percent. There's not, there's no way to say that they're not useful. You know, they're definitely, they're definitely. I stood on the sawhorse. It's yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So it was on it's a, a rubber triangle, mat. right? So I, I was, I was cheating. It was on a rubber mat. I don't know if that would have held me on a cement floor, but the rubber mat kind of just just it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, but. That's uh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah What's so, your next uh, project, Eric? Aside from well, sawhorses, I'm still doing it. So funny. I got another call for another pachinko machine, and I'm making another one of those. What the hell is a pachinko machine? machine? I keep hearing pachinko machine. What is that? It's like, uh, it's like a Japanese pinball. Like they're popular in the '70s. So. Oh wait. It looks like oh, I gotta uh, look that up. Yeah. Yeah, there's like this set up right group now. that like um, uses them for like they rebuild them with like modern electronics and stuff like that. But I'm doing that. I um, I can't. I, my guys are so bad. I can't see across the room on my board. I have a bunch of stuff I got to do. I'm doing a sign for um, for Luke and Priscilla, and um, I'm doing it for their shop. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's coming out nice. I feel bad. They keep messaging me like. They seen like it in the background, and I'm changing the color of it. Like it's like a three-step process, and the color it is, it's kind of bad looking. <laughs> and they see that, and I'm like, oh shit! I hope they're not like, oh, is that the color? You know, but whatever. <laughs> but they're, they're all excited about it, so that's fun. I'm hoping that'll be done by the end of. I was going to be done the end of this week, but I ordered the wrong treatment for it, so I'm waiting for that to come in. So nice. But, yeah, yeah. But other than that, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll make my way to Long Island. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna. Be, I gotta finally build my my welding uh, welding table with Paul's plate. Oh yeah, that's the plan. I got. Uh, I got. I've been thinking a lot about it too because I was. Um, I saw that vice stand that Chris Cash made out of the old radial drill. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was um, nice. And I've always wanted to make a. Um, I have a bunch of face plates from old lathes. It was like this guy that um, I found on, on Long Island. He was like this old machinist. I probably showed you guys videos of his shop. He had like an insane shop in his basement. Like he had like a, like a 14 by 70 lathe in the basement of his house that wow. him and his brother had brought down in pieces. 
I found him because I was I, I was on the Craigslist and I was I think I was typing in Anvil and he has he probably has a hundred thousand pounds of steel stock in his basement that he <laughs> he was a machinist and a repairman for all these Long Island manufacturing companies and then as they would close they would call you know when like a plant would close I guess back in the day right you wouldn't have an auction you would just call you know a bunch of guys would get phone calls and they'd come and take what they wanted and they'd leave so this guy has like a basement with more stuff in it dude i mean if you think that i'm bad oh it must be crazy i'm listening dude, to you, I'm I'll, like, send you video. I'll send you the video he had he had more material paul in one place than like i've ever seen in my life aside from wow. it, like a real, real supplier and and he was um he was selling steel stock for i think he was charging 25 cents a pound like you would pick what you wanted wow. and then he hit on a bathroom scale and you'd pay him whatever it was so like matt bought some stuff for making like foot pegs and whatever and he had three beautiful anvils in his garage and it was it was pretty sad the guy had really bad arthritis he could barely make a fist and he said that his kids all went into like law or finance and they had no interest in anything that he had. And when I tell you, like when, when he dies, they will not be able to get these machines out of his basement without oh, no way. digging out a hole next to the foundation and, uh, and cutting a bit like a Bilko door in it, It's going to be insane to get this shit out. Is there so, some good stuff down there though? Um, he had, you know, he had a lot of like, he had almost the machinery was kind of from a vintage pre what I would want, you know, like he had, oh, yeah. he had an old 30 inch bandsaw, you know, with no covers and like, you know, which is, it's nice to have, but like you wouldn't trade your bandsaw. You wouldn't trade your yeah. do all for it. Yeah. He had an old um, camelback drill with an auto feed down that he was like, oh, that's the best. You just, you just set the auto feed. You go upstairs, you make a cup of coffee, you come down, you got a hole in the plate, know. you know. Uh, um, he had a, a couple, he had a couple of lathes. One, he had a beautiful, small Italian lathe um, that was one kind of an older style where like, you know, there's a bunch of belts involved and, you know, the kind of thing where like, if you took it apart, it'd probably never go back together. Mm. And that was the one he would like, I'll never sell that one. You know, the only one that you would really want is the one that he would never yeah. sell. Um, but really nice, uh, really nice precision stuff. But the point of this was he had all these face plates for like uh, 20 inch swing lathes. So like a big round faceplate, you know, 18 inches in diameter. And when I was there, he was like, oh, you know, what do you do? Blah, blah, blah machine shop. And I was like, oh, you know, I, I would like see a faceplate on the floor. And I, oh, that's cool. Oh, you, you, you got to take it. You know, you got to use it for something. So what I wanted to make was um, like a rotary positioner out of one of those faceplates where you could spin it. Mm-hmm. So what I was thinking was if I build this heavy welding table to make almost like you ever seen a swing out bench like a guy will put a, a swing out bench. I was thinking about making like a swing out rotary positioner that I could swing out off the side of the welding yeah. table and then uh, clamp stuff to out of one of those things. And it looked just like the table on that vice stand that Chris Cash just made. Yeah. So I've been thinking about ways to take this welding table, which would be kind of just like an ordinary steel table and add some stuff to it to make it a little more interesting. I don't know. I think it'll be fun to make. I want to should like rivet it all together, make some cool legs. Mm-hmm. with like rivets remember that table i made with the little rivets i was thinking about doing some some i mean they wouldn't really be structural because it doesn't need it but i was thinking about making some cool brackets on the cnc oh yeah like 
spice it up and add adds a little bit of uh, a little bit of detail to it and um i want it to be like stupid heavy like i don't want to be able to move it around i think i was gonna put i was gonna do it like the rhino cart where it has leveling cat leveling uh legs and then casters where if you raise the levelers all the way up you could roll it sake but i think i might just make it so that i can get the pallet jack underneath it if i have to i love it you don't under oh, oh my god, I have a video from today. So today I'm driving on the New Jersey Turnpike and there's yeah. a, a flatbed truck with a uh, uh with a walk-in refrigerator that was about the su- that was probably 20 feet long by 8 feet wide by 8 feet tall on casters. Wow. <laughs> like on 5-inch steel casters and I took a video of it cuz I was and I was going to send it to you guys just to be like you think I'm fucked up. This guy <laughs> is pushing literally like a building on casters when you and angela buy a house she's like chris why is there wheels on our washing machine (laughs) and you're like angel so like when it breaks i could get i could get behind i could pull it out i could get behind it yeah dude paul you don't have this experience but i know derek has derek when you go to fix an appliance and you go to pull it out and it has wheels how nice of a feeling is that well i'll tell you two stories have wheels Sometimes the stove will have wheels in the yeah. back, so you just yeah. have to lift the front, and then the stove will pull right out. Well, listen to this. So the guy today, I'm I'm trying to um, align my mirrors on the laser, and when I bought the lenses, they have a like a light you can put into it. So usually you do it from the tube out to the 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 whatever the the part that cuts it. But mm-hmm. this, you do it backwards. Mm-hmm. So you put a red laser in and you follow it backwards. So he's like, he goes, well, that doesn't usually do as good of a job. You might want to do it the other way. And I was like, well, honestly, like, I really can't get behind the laser too easy. I was like, so it's just easier to do it this way, you know, because it's like a pain in the ass to pull it out and stuff. But our our um, washer and dryer, it's a stackable, but it's like a full size. And we have it in a closet. So we've been here 25 years. So, you know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, it died. We had to get another one and it was bigger. So the other one was plenty of room to pull it out. This one, you can't, once it was in, it was in, I'm up on the second floor. So what I had to do was I had to cut a hole in the wall, put an access door and push it in there and then do the plumbing through a doorway off a ladder, off an extension ladder because it's next to the stairway. So the last time it died, it was such a pain in the ass to get it out. I'm like, I will never do this again. So I put it on those things, those discs that you put under furniture to slide it around. Oh, yeah. Dude, I put WD-40 all over the floor. So So when you take that dryer out now, there's like a puddle of WD-40 underneath it. Like I was just like, I don't care. I don't care. I couldn't get it in and out of there, dude. I'm I'm an old man. I'm I'm getting elderly. Dude, that's so it's it's funny because the, the stacker, the stack washer and dryer that I put in at the beginning of last year, uh, yeah. I wanted it to be really tight up against the wall, so I got one of those dryer vent kits yeah. where oh, you basically right. have to like it has to be like perfect and it just yes. like, kind of clicks in. Yeah. So yeah. I was going to push it in and I have an old wood floor up there that every time one of the little feet would kind of like catch the wood, it would yeah. bind. So yeah. I got those like 
pucks, the sliding pucks. Yeah. And yeah. I just like, crouched down and I slid it in. And I, and you know, the first time, obviously, I heard it just crush the aluminum fitting yeah. and destroy yeah. it. Had to redo it. it. Too hot. But, yeah, it um, too hot. you know, it worked eventually. I, you know, yeah, I didn't have to slather the floor with WD 40, but yeah, dude, that'll come like, soon. I don't care. Yeah, I was like, I don't care. It's just, it's, it's just too much of a pain in the ass. I'm too old for that shit. Mm-hmm. I was just going to replace yeah. it. It broke last year. And I just spent like $300 in parts. And I, I wanted to get yeah. a new one. But I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to deal with this goddamn thing. You know? Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just if it lasts another 20 years, I'll be happy. <laughs> I, I bought my washer and dryer two years before I had time to install it. Oh, God. <laughs> what the hell were you using? You just had another one? I didn't have a washer and dryer. I used to go to the laundromat. His mother. And, uh, no, hell no. I can't do laundry at her house. Why not? You're not allowed? No, it's just it's too much. Honestly, my, so my mom had high, I, you know, this is, we're really diving into it. My mom has high efficiency washer and dryer. So like yeah. a load of water takes like an hour and 40 minutes. You go to the laundromat, it's like 25 minutes in an industrial yeah. machine. You know, you put yeah. like seven pairs of jeans in it and it's like, it was like $2. And the laundromat's also a walking distance from the shop. So yeah, made it that's such a violation at my residence. What? What's that? I mean, so a laundromat. Wow, it's not sanitary. Oh, dude, that's co- yeah, dude, major violation. Oh, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. <laughs> it's even the stuff's even planned out to where the work clothes mm-hmm. get washed, and then there's a system like of sterilizing the unit, of sterilization, so that like you know fine washables aren't washed immediately after the work clothes. Yep. Yeah, I think I told you there was uh, these this, this family of plumbers that works near me. They went out and they bought a, a laundromat, a, like a laundromat level washer and dryer, and all their work clothes at the end of the day, just they bring a change of clothes. They're all their work clothes go in the washer and dryer, and they you know they wash them and they and they leave. That's it. That, that, I, I wouldn't be opposed to an industrial grade washer and dryer you know what i also say i would always love to do if i had if i have a ton of money one day is for the dishwasher restaurant restaurant dishwasher with the bin you just put the bin in and close the door yeah dude and then just boom like in in five minutes the thing's done those things are just my building it was seven thousand dollars. yeah those are expensive ridgeway you sign a contract and they provide the soap oh really that's yep. a constant battle in our house. When we got our dishwasher, I paid like double to have one so you didn't need to clean the plate. You, you put it in there and like the food, it has like the disposal thing in there. And Christina oh, nice. has to like wash them before she puts them in there. I'm like, why bother at this point? Like, you, she's like, oh, it's just gross, wet food in there. I'm like, that's the thing. Like, that's what it's all about. So, I don't know. I don't get involved with it. <laughs> easier that way oh my god well um we've certainly taken a turn so what have you guys been watching as we close up on episode number 27 i don't know watching come on paul you gotta watch something i have a good i have a good store like story that i wanted to that my mom told me reminded me about because i don't have anything good to about like you know good thing to tell you guys that i think to watch is just your own life yeah yeah so this goes back you know years and years ago um when my sister was real little like a baby she um 
was given a doll, a baby doll that was like pretty realistic looking. And she named the baby for some reason. She named the baby White Baby, which has I don't think has anything to do with race. But I think it was the baby came in a white outfit, maybe. But the baby <laughs> she named it White Baby, so that's just what we called it. We the name stuck. I don't know. She liked to call it White Baby. I think it came in white clothes. I don't think it was because it was a white doll. But anyway, <laughs> the baby was called White Baby, and it was pretty realistic. And my uncle and our friend Danny, who was part of the Schumpf story, he was the one who was talking to the guy about you know the Schumpf when he said he was just going to Schumpf it. We used to go on vacation with them all the time. We'd go to like Nantucket or whatever, and they would take White Baby. And now we, we would buy have to buy White Baby real baby strollers and real baby car seats and care like legit stuff like we were buying this my sister was like this is pre-horse this is pre-horse this is when my sister was like really little but she was obsessed with like the dolls like being a more expensive hobby so yeah but so this thing there was this doll getting strolled around in like an expensive like orbit stroller like like expensive shit and so people thought it was a real doll and they would take real baby and they would be holding it in like the um, the car seat or whatever the what's the thing that they hold the baby in like when you could walk with it, but it's like a little um, it's what the hell is that? Not a bad, but you know it's like the a car carrier. seat, but the carrier, yeah, yeah the, the carrier. carrier, yeah, 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 the little carrier. So my uncle would take it and would walk up to a crowd of people um, oh with the carrier and like drop the baby. Oh, I love it in the carrier, <laughs> and the people would scream. And he'd go, oh, oh, my God. And he'd pick the baby up, and he would rock the baby or whatever. And then one time he took the baby. We were in Nantucket, and there was like a park with a, like a jungle gym. And he put the baby up on the top of the jungle gym and left it up there. Oh my God. But then this evolved into more dolls, more and more realistic-looking dolls. And we still have these freaking things. Until eventually your sister walked into like a, like a nursery and stole an no. actual baby. Oh, no, no. But there's these whole – like these – like these people that there's got to be something wrong with them that they buy these like real like super realistic dolls that are like handmade mm-hmm. and so we got one of these things and this it was like scary and people really thought it looked like a real baby and we've been out to dinner one time we, we used to go to this nice restaurant and the baby was in the car in the car seat this is like years ago and the people called the police on us they thought we left the baby in the car and the cops were out there trying to get they wanted to get the baby or they, i don't know if the cops ever came it happened a couple times <laughs> crazy shit like in the airport they would have to check the baby doll for or like swab it to make sure it wasn't a bomb like it just never ended with these dolls like constant trouble my uncle would do stuff my sister would get pissed how'd you break her of this i want to know how dude, this ends she, one day she was just like fuck this i don't want to be a dude, mom anymore oh yeah and, and he asked her, her this day you'll ask her today if she wants to be a mother she'll say no i'm not being a mother i'm not doing that it's too much work <laughs> I don't want to she'll say i'm never she's having been there. She's been through that she she's totally are, she already went through yeah she already had kids when she was like you know five or six oh, seven oh, years those, old those carriers you're talking about when you put Olivia in one when she was a baby, she'd rock yeah. back and forth and like make it go across like the floor. Oh yeah. So, uh, I I got hurt. I forget what happened to me. Like I hurt something. I I was in the emergency room. I was there all day, and uh, I can't remember what I was there for. And Christina had to work. She bartended at night when the kids were little, 
and uh you know she's like probably paging me you know, it was that long ago and i'm like i gotta leave so i get up and i leave the emergency room i just walk out i don't tell anybody i just leave right so i get home and christina's like i'm gonna be late for work what the hell and i was like what do you want me to do i was you know i don't know if i need stitches or what the hell the story was so anyways she leaves and all of a sudden olivia's on the table and that thing she rocks it she flips it over and she falls oh, face shit. down on the floor. Oh yeah. So I oh, take her god. to the emergency room, right? Oh my god. So Oh my so god. The doctor walks in. The doctor goes, Oh my god, you've been here all day. I'm like, I'm here for my kid now, asshole. Right? And just she was oh, never shape of it. She never got hurt. But I just never forget oh, wow. I spent the whole day in the hospital. First for me and then for my kid. It's like, uh, oh, God. They, uh, Me and my father had to install hair into one of the doll's heads. Right. Oh, Maybe God. you guys can do my hair. You could do my transplant. We literally did a hair transplant on this doll because it started losing hair. And so we got, we had to find this kit with a little like probe that would, <laughs> this is crazy shit. We ordered this hair. This is, I mean, and we, my father plucked. My parents are the best parents on the face of the earth. We, he sat there and plucked, or not plucked, but installed little bits of hair, like a hair transplant, into this doll. And the funny part was the hair came real long, so this doll had like foot long hair, and it was like a newborn baby. What's that? And then we had to give it a haircut, but I. Yeah, yeah, but then we took the the hair. I took a picture of the doll. She was that protect she was so protective over these things i took a picture of the doll like well you know like those little troll dolls with oh the hair God. that goes way up it yeah. looked just like that and she made me delete the picture because she was so upset that i took a picture of her baby how dare you just was making fun of the baby and then there was like there's like more there's like four or five of these things and then some were like looking like she was getting ones that were like preemies i'm like guys we got to stop this shit <laughs> things are like like you know early you know Oh. Like you you know, not these things were born a couple months early. These dolls gonna kill you in your sleep if she ever hears this. Gia, no, she doesn't care. She's done. She hasn't looked at these things in year in in forever. This is like oh. when she was real little. But like we had like just full blown baby equipment. Oh like my night, God. like you just, re- you just reminded me of something. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? What? So uh, it's so funny. Before we went on to record. I was on my Etsy page, and uh, so go to for Derek from Alden from on Etsy. But anyways, I was like, "Oh, you gotta see what the next. You gotta see what like the next new thing is on Etsy, right?" What and I see it? something, I go, "Fucking Paul is gonna love this reusable toilet paper." Oh, no, my God. whoever came up with that should be shot in the head. Good, good. <laughs> There's tons of people. You should read you know, the reviews. These people are animals. We'll talk about it the next episode. I already told everyone how that. How, I already it, told it, everyone no, my process. But you, but you can read the 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 reviews and stuff. People are like it's so soft, and then like they have to like like they're like ashamed of themselves. So they're like, it's it's not bad. I have a bucket with bleach in it that I throw them in. It's in the shower. Oh my that we god! Don't use. Like it's like oh my god! It's disgusting. what is wrong with people, dude. The it's, idea it's of putting a review of something like that, like, yeah, dude, uh, crazy, 
crazy. Dude, this tongue. 2020 has oh, made people far too comfortable so talking about the way they shit. Like with yeah. like the the uh, the bidet attachments that are selling for people's toilets. Oh, I see those on podcasts all the time. They oh, advertise you gotta them. Get that. It's like I don't want to know what you yeah. prefer in the bathroom. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. just not yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Oh, Something's God. need to be private. Yeah. Reusable toilet. So, Derek, paper. what have you been watching? Reusable toilet paper. No, um, you know what? I was watching. I think I gave him before. I don't want to give him. No, you know what I've been watching is. Um, it's funny. I used to watch him a while ago, and then when he did the collaboration, I think somebody we talked about him. Ron Cavell. He does the. Oh um, yeah, yeah. The metal chip. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just watched a bunch of his videos. That's what's been in my history. I haven't watched much YouTube lately, but um, I like watching his stuff. He makes he's like one of those guys that makes like difficult shit look so easy, mm-hmm. and he's showing this like process where he's using I think he calls it rollation, ro- or like a roller. T- he takes a part, mm-hmm. rolls it, and he traces it onto the paper to make the object, and then he cuts it like a pattern, and then. He forms it out of aluminum, and it's just like one of those things that you're like, wow, I could do that. That's easy, but you just know it's not easy. You know, you just know it's like so mm-hmm. difficult, you know, and it's funny. At the end, he'll like tack weld it, and then he welds it, and he finishes it, and he uses his like little sanders, and it's got like a perfect brushed aluminum finish at the end. It's just amazing. You know, the guy's been around. Like, I remember as a, as a young kid watching like car mm-hmm. shows, like he was always like, the guest on it that they brought the car to to do like four metal panels and stuff like that. So the guy's been around forever, but that's mm-hmm. who I've been watching just in my history. Just looking back real quick. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of have like two this week. I, I watched. Um, so uh, people have been telling me to link up with this guy about the house upstate, that guy, Andrew Camerata. He's got a uh, a YouTube channel. He's he's a little south of East Durham, but he's an excavator and a like an earthwork guy. Um, and he's got a his YouTube channel is baffling to me. Um, he has eight hundred thousand subscribers, and he has videos that are two hours long. Wow! That have a million views and two million views. I'd love to know the watch time on those. He has videos that are like I just saw one today. I was like clicking through. YouTube and it's crazy because he's got videos that are 10 minutes long that have 200,000 views and then like I said he has a video like and 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 I, I feel like he probably doesn't give a shit he has a video that is called uh oh, which one was it now I gotta find it he had one that was that's called uh installing a plow on a pickup truck it's 56 minutes long and it has 800,000 views and it's only two weeks old. Wow. Like his view numbers are unbelievable. And he does a ton of amazing work. Like he, he built this crazy house out of shipping containers and block. He calls it the uh, container castle. And just that, like he's got a video called closing the container castle. It's an hour and 49 minutes long and it's got two and a half million views. Um, so uh, his name Andrew Camarada, C-A-M-A-R-A-T-A. Anyway, he's not too far south of where my house is. And I hit him up and just said like, hey, would you be interested in demoing this house? It was right after I made the video. Um, and I just sent him the I sent him the uh, uh, clip 
of the video and I just said, here's a good idea of like, you know, what the property looks like. Was that at your shop, Paul? Yeah, what the hell was that? What the hell was that? Um, I sent him a clip of the property and, and he was like, yeah, I'll do it. So I haven't spoken to him about details yet, but he's going to hopefully be tearing down the building. He's got a video where he tears apart a mobile home with a, uh, a track steer, a track skid steer with the claw on the bucket. And it, oh, wow. it looks like it took him like two hours. Like he just like basically grapples it and puts it in a container. But um, that's, that's kind of one of my, one of my picks. And then the other one is um, I don't know if you guys saw the video that Alex Steele's channel put out today. It was Will making that little knife, but he did like a, like a, just a really interesting Damascus pattern on this little knife. And it, it came out so nice. It's like a four way twist, Paul, like uh, four twisted bars in opposite directions. Then he ground it out into an S curve and flattened it and made the knife out of it. How many really parts nice. was the video series? One part. So one part. Oh, wow. It's a will video, so it's like pretty concise, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was it was just really good. So like those thirty-five part video series is I can't you know. Yeah. I can't do it. The one part I'll watch. Yeah. Um, you got to watch part one and then like part twenty-six. You just skip all the shit. In the yeah. Uh, right. But yeah, that's it. I cheat. What'd you say? You cheat? I cheat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't watch them all. Skip through them, do all the odd ones or something. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So. But that's it. So uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, go ahead and listen to some other podcasts on the on the Makery Network. Go. Uh, Make sure they review this one. Rate yeah. this and review it, <laughs> guys. I we see how many listeners there are. Not as many reviews as I'd like to see based on the listeners. All right. So that boosts our our whatever boosts. Uh, well, it doesn't boost our pay, but it boosts our right. ranking on the podcast app. To maybe we'll yeah. maybe we'll attract new listeners that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah definitely. And um, go subscribe to Derek from Alden on YouTube, and go on Etsy. What's it? Etsy.com Etsy. Derek from Alden. Yeah, something like that. You'll find you gotta it. know what it is. Go on Derek's Amazon store. Yeah, go watch, Paul's, go watch Paul's new video. Yeah, watch my new video. Deal bench. How about the bench, the cantilevered bench. Um, that, was a drop. that was a great video. It came out really Thank good. Thank you. Thank you. I love that thing. So that's it. Um, Keith Johnson is going to be on the Full Blast podcast on Friday of this week. Oh, KJ. I saw that. Friend of friend of of the uh, of the handmade podcast, yeah. husband of Paul Pinto's high college school counselor. Yeah, high school. Which I found counselor. out at spring at which call it spring make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I couldn't believe that Keith is like one of the nicest people. Oh I've yeah, ever he's so life. nice, and his wife is like the nicest lady ever. Ever, she was everyone's favorite at the school. I, yeah, I've been telling him for a year. I gotta call him to talk to him. He's the nicest oh, guy really ever, nice. and. Such a nice guy. I spoke to Jeff today, and he said that the episode was great. This episode is going to come out on Wednesday, and and Keith's episode of the Full Blast podcast will come out this Friday, and everybody should listen to it and all the other episodes of every other podcast that exists. Nice. So thank you all very much, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. If you like this show, take a look at our other shows made for makers just like you at www.makery.network.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.